0: to what's new on the scene. Today I am chatting with Royal Coates. Would you like to introduce yourselves and the origins of your music?
1: Um, I'm William. I'm the frontman of the band, the singer and guitarist. And yeah, I play guitar and sing. And I'm Jack. Um,
2: I play bass. I, I um, joined the band, I think it was uh, start of 2019. I think it was um and yeah just been Slapping the bass ever since then, really. <laughs> um, I'm Elijah, I'm the
3: other guitarist and I'm the songwriter of the band and yeah, we pretty much formed in TAFE in yeah, twenty nineteen, I think, didn't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we all 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 three of us met at TAFE.
3: Yeah, and our drummer who couldn't be here due to what commitments
1: we met him through Will, who knew each yeah. other, Yeah, I used to play with him a couple of years ago in a couple of old bands.
0: When did each of you become interested in in music and what instruments can you play
1: well i um both my family side my mums and dads are all musicians so that's probably what happened so and i I started playing when i was about 14 15 started playing guitar and yeah just um at the school i went to they have a lot of music bass so i um, learned violin there as well and i also picked up piano by myself and also singing as well so i learned quite quite a few instruments
3: um i've been playing guitar probably since i was about six but i wasn't really too into it for a while i was a bit of a stubborn child i wasn't into the whole concept of practice i always wanted to be good at it straight away but then in high school i played a couple of kind of school performances which then influenced me to get more into music and start practicing more and (laughs) learn more about music in general i play i taught myself some a bit of drums i got i played drums in my own time as well do a bit of singing in my own time i know probably like two chords on the piano and um i could play a bit of bass as well but i mainly play guitar and i didn't really grow up in a massive kind of like musical family like will i kind of picked it up on my own i mainly just got into it from just listening just constantly listening to records cds multiple albums from my favorite artists and kind of just picked it up on my own from there on
2: yeah and i've pretty much um grown up around like music my whole life um my mum and my stepdad are musicians and, and also my dad has always like, like shown me quite a diverse range of music since I was a little kid. Um, so it's always just been pretty big part of my life. You could probably say, but, um, yeah, I've always been interested in it. And, um, yeah, I played. I'm the bassist <laughs> and I also can play like a bit. I also play guitar as well, but, um, fairly basic, um, basic guitar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Have each of you always wanted to become a musician and to also play in a band?
1: I, I have yes. That was my that's my my passion as a musician is to get out there more and and yeah, just live the dreams of this you know touring, going out to different pubs around the world. Hopefully, this COVID thing dies down a lot. <laughs> um yeah that that's just basically my passion just to get out there and just show the world what we have very much
3: started off kind of more as a hobby for me when I was little but then the more I kind of like got into it the more i really wanted it to be a big passion like I've always had a massive appreciation for music but as that stubborn part of me when I was younger he couldn't really get into it until recently and now i'd say it's a pretty massive passion for me and I'd love to travel like i love traveling a lot and i'd love to take our music or just any kind of music in general from different projects just around the world just to travel and meet new people and experience different things and bring our sounds to different cultures as well and i'd be pretty stoked
2: on that yeah and i i kind of just wanted to start playing being a musician when i started actually going to gigs and that's just pretty yeah literally that's literally me.
0: <laughs> what is the creative process like for the band and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting
3: um well i do i write a lot of lyrics in my own time anyway and i guess if one of any one of us just come up with a really good part in general like a guitar riff or a bass line or a drum beat we'll bring it in and we'll work on
1: it yeah
3: will and i a lot on the music between like text a lot like, we text whatever we come up with and see if we like it then we bring it to jack and bailey see if they like it give it a go see if it works and yeah really pro-
1: work with it oh or... yeah
3: okay. in the US, we work like writing lyrics together a little bit but because i do a lot of that in my own time i always kind of like to present like what i've written and see if it works work we try something else and for i guess for advice to inspiring artists is just keep at it really practice right. music and listen to whatever inspires you like that's what i do all the time and it definitely helps to read a lot more as well which my mom is trying to encourage me to do but <laughs> part of me is refusing to do it <clears throat> but um yeah just keep practicing and yeah just listening to inspirations that's what helps me anyway what about you guys
1: yeah that's pretty much what I would say too, just practice listening to uh, musicians you that you inspires you, and um just
2: yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd just say just keep on being persistent with it all, really. Yeah, and hope yeah. hope for the best.
0: Has the band ever written a song and known straight away during the process that it had the potential to be a song that you were really proud of, or has the potential to one day in the future become a hit song?
3: Oh. Well. Hmm. I'd say that suits my soul as well kind of blew up a little bit like, yeah not... I
1: was about to say that too the like... single we released recently released the uh that suits my soul yeah like one, our, one of our favorites at the moment
3: yeah i think as well like i remember when we all kind of finished writing it like the whole thing together in practice we'll all kind of just like how did we come up with that it's so we're pretty proud of it like yeah and very different to what we would normally work on anyway
1: which is stepping stone yeah it's a lot complicated too like there was a few bits in there that were more complicated to what we usually write mm. yeah i
3: think as well like our first original which we'll be releasing soon i think just for nostalgia purposes as well that's kind of what jumped it a little bit more for us inspired us to keep going at it a bit more just after that first original we finished yeah yeah and yeah but definitely that suits my soul That's like my favorite to play at the moment yeah yeah same
2: yeah i always get excited when like i hear a new demo come through that i haven't heard in like a in you know, like a rehearsal process, like if I haven't been there for the songwriting um, process and I hear it as a demo on my phone or something, I always get a little bit excited when we can get together and play it as a band. Oh, mm.
3: for your reaction to that, soothe my soul like because it was just Will and I that worked
2: on it, and you yeah, were pretty... yeah, I heard it and I was just like, hmm, could potentially be onto
1: something here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good.
0: What has been the band's favorite gig so far?
1: Oh, uh, oh, true, I don't know. Uh, I- been a couple I probably enjoyed the last the most yeah, yeah that, that was I, that was good
3: we really, did a um Kind of, there was a, I know a bunch of people who kind of do these local kind of events to help promote um local art and musicians and they asked us to be a part of it and that was kind of like around the first it was called Blue Moon and uh this was kind of like the first gig we played when dancing came back and um and it was fully packed out like the crowd was going out nearly towards the end of the door and everyone just dancing loving it and. It was live streamed on Instagram as well. I think that's one of my favourites, like probably one of my favourite gigs. Like I haven't seen a crowd go off that long, probably since we first started playing before COVID hit.
1: Yeah, that 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 one was a good gig too. And the last was definitely really good as well, but
3: oh. Mm. I can't, me personally, I can't think of anything better than Blue Moon, even though it wasn't necessarily, like, at a big venue. It was just nice to play for, like, a really local, like, kind of, like a localised community as well. Mm, yeah.
0: Who are the three most influential people in each of your lives?
3: Uh... uh i say my parents started, because they because every time I fell out of it, when I was out of music, when I was little, they kept getting me lessons and keeping me motivated. Um... Who else? I don't know. I actually can't think off the top of my head. Probably like, um, for music purposes, like Jimi Hendrix, Chris Cornell, those guys are, they really influenced me, my playing a lot, and my style of music in general. That. Mm. My guitar teacher, actually, yeah, he's definitely really influential on me. Like I probably wouldn't have gone as far as I did if I didn't still keep getting a license with him, especially to this day.
1: Yeah. Um for me, one would probably be my cousin on my dad's side. He plays yeah. in a in a band and he um I, I enjoy his music and that, that's where I grew up listening and influencing on that sort of style. Uh classic dan yeah classic dan. <laughs> uh for the other two or yeah i don't know so many yeah that's all i can think of at the top of my head at the moment but yeah it's a bit of a hard question mm. off the top of my head but i would probably say for me
2: maybe either like um Jim morrison or in terms of um writers maybe like hunter s thompson just with his um like journalism and writing and stuff i thought that he did some pretty crazy things and he's got it on paper as well to to look back onto as well and to account for so yeah, yeah. there's probably a I, I bet you i go home and i um or i bet you I we finished this um podcast and i think of like 10 others but
1: um, yeah <laughs> that, that'll be me so. as <laughs> well yeah. there's All not right, think any up. at the top top of my head at the moment she'll be right yeah <laughs>
0: What is the band most proud of in your career so far?
1: I oh,
3: think yeah, Sydney was pretty cool. That was really unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a good, good one, yeah. Um, I think also as well, like, releasing the first song as well. That was a pretty big step, for me anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. that uh, Getting getting a song out there was, yeah, good to get people to listen to it and show their friends and get more followers. and
3: Yeah, but I don't know, like... I can't really think of a massive moment. The whole thing's been pretty surreal. I don't know, um,
1: anyway.
2: I think the, the most, um, the, proud, the proudest moment was uh, just our recent gig uh, at the at the, the FAD session. Yeah,
3: that was good. 60 yeah, yeah.
2: T- it was the first gig back after lockdown. and I think, um, like, um, as a whole, like, we, we sold about 60 tickets and it filled up the room and it was, um, it was live streamed. I think, like, that was, that was a really, like, nice moment for all of us, just, um, just because of the like, like sheer amount of like um, people that came, and like I think it was almost three thousand um, people watching the stream online. I was like that. That moment for me was like really, really quite nice. Yeah. It was really
3: nice though to see that, considering how long um, music wasn't going on for in the past couple months, that there was still so many people turning up for support in that mm-hmm.
1: as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the room definitely tells, was packed. Yeah,
3: It's nice to see everyone being so energetic about it and just yeah. showing what even, like, even if they're, like, newcomers to the music scene anyway, just showing their support and mm. that that's something that we definitely appreciate involvement.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's
2: really nice.
0: How does the band measure success and how do each of you go about achieving your dreams and aspirations?
2: Mm. Um, me- In terms of me- measuring success, I think... um. All, all three of us we're, we're quite happy um, being really good mates playing music together um, doing local gigs in Newcastle I think yeah. um, we've established that all of us like really like hold a lot of value to mm. that um, it would be it, it's awesome also traveling together as well like going to Sydney um, doing that. And I guess a small time um, tour would be awesome to do. But the thing we mm. value, I think we value most, is just um, making making music, being together, hanging out, and um, showcasing what we have to um, people in Newcastle and people who like this genre genre of music. That's mm. one, that's I think that's a um, pretty like yeah, pretty like um, re- like realistic measure of success for us. We're kind yeah. of having fun with it all. Yeah.
3: But I think what makes it so much more cemented is how like, close we've gotten over the past couple of years as well like we always try to hang out outside of like rehearsals and that which I think yeah. is a lot more in the chemistry a lot more in the songwriting process a lot more yeah and- like you said, stuff like how we get to travel and that—it makes it so much better. But I think, me personally, the most important component in it is uh, I'm playing shows with my best mates, and I couldn't have asked for anything better than
2: that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm.
2: And I think um, that's kind of like why you do it, because um, you, you're there to for, for the music, and if if it becomes, if it starts to become less fun with um, other stuff going on, or um over you know overwhelming like stuff w- to do with s- stuff other re- other not related with music then i think um you, people get lost track of like what you're there for mm-hmm. and like that so yeah i think um you just i think you just need to remember um it's like it at the stage where it's really just about the music and about having fun and um yeah doing all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: what are some of the changes that the band has made since the pandemic and how have these adjustments seen each of you look at the future differently
3: i think how we communicate and trying to write something new like when we were during the lockdown this year will and i just kept matching back and forth
1: so that way we still had something that we had something new to work on and we just just kept messaging each other uh sending each other riffs that we thought might sound good and just um yeah saying oh that sounds good see if we can work that out at, at band practice time mm-hmm. and yeah. see if we work on it and see if we come up with something that'll sound sound good yeah all right the lockdown was
3: pretty difficult but i think we found mm-hmm. a way around some keeping making sure that everyone's staying motivated yeah yeah,
1: yeah. um
2: yeah sorry it's been good had, yeah it's been good to get back and do another couple of rehearsals because we haven't, since um uh, the pandemic and everything, um, because we haven't been able to rehearse as much. I thought that like we might have started decline in like our um you know um our like actual live sound and stuff, but um, we surprised ourselves and we've been able to maintain like um and imp- actually improve our um like our tightness. I, I think as well um and yeah i think that's really i really like nice um way of progressing as well yeah and i found that um in the
3: creative process since we've kind of had i guess a break it improved a lot more if that makes sense, yeah. so that we're not pushing ourselves too hard, we yeah. work pace nice and, like you said, because we didn't, we couldn't rehearse too much for our last show, but with then after our first rehearsal, we realised that we didn't really lose how tight we were. That that's always still there, mm. and yeah,
1: it's, it's not.
3: It shows everyone's still motivated. And that, considering how long it took for us to meet up again.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it surprised me how how tight we were, seeing that we had, had a massive break over the last lockdown. Mm.
0: If each of you were to invite three musicians or celebrities to a dinner party, who would they be and why?
3: I could have, like, so many people. <laughs>
2: <Of course>. Same.
3: <laughs> Power it down to three. That's pretty hard. Um, you guys get first
2: up to think about this. Oh God. <laughs> uh, it's definitely it's definitely a little bit of a um hard one. I'd de- it definitely have to some be someone that um has like kind of like been and gone and like left a fairly like um inspirational and like wild way of living. So I'd probably have to say um Kurt Cobain. Um yeah, yeah that- I-, I really liked um yeah I'd probably I'd probably say Kurt Cobain simply just because of his um I think he like had a um really good morals and um like social ethics and I just liked his like view on the world and the way he um yeah just um I think I think um like cared for um for people and it was ahead of his was ahead of his time
3: mm-hmm. mm. Um, my three, um, I'd say, without a doubt, Jimi Hendrix, with his style, the way he played his songwriting, he was definitely like, so ahead of his time in the era that he was in bringing a whole kind of new styles unique sounds to the music industry was pretty incredible and still influential to this day i still see so many people well, i still see so many posts about how there's more music affairs actually being come out which i think is pretty incredible um chris cornell like his yeah. song voice just the way he just writes his music in general is pretty intellectual and pretty unique to him as well which i think is incredible and oh for a third person i'd say jeff buckley as well jeff buckley is yeah, pretty jeff Buckley's good. I'd the young same with chris same with hendrix like it's been for musicians hasn't it I know. <laughs> the <little laughs> people, and they still get to be heard and
1: yeah definitely bring them to a definitely a dinner without a doubt. Yeah. I'd probably still go the same, yeah. The, I can't, can't think of much at the top of my head, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely throw Chester Bennington in there as well. Mm. Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. You get all the ones, man. Best <laughs> <laughs> in best dress, if you ask me.
0: Have there been moments in your career so far where you've been dealt some setbacks and how were you able to recover and rebuild? Um, I think...
2: Oh, I think um, there was, like, maybe one gig, gig at the Hamo where we didn't get the turnout quite what we wanted. Um but we, we still we still made the best of it, um, and we came back bouncing. I think that was just due to we we didn't really put it up on our socials as much as we would have liked to. Okay, I, like, think. I think I remember. Oh. that was the one at, at the Hamo. Uh, oh yeah, back room.
3: Yeah, yeah, that one. It wasn't a bad gig, but it could have been
2: a little bit better to, due to the turnout as well. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't like take it personally or anything. Um like everyone can't every single person that comes to your gig obviously can't come to each and every one. Um yeah. have like,
3: yeah, now and then, but that's expected.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, but we we still did our best and um yeah, and uh, the next week we did, we um did a lot did a lot better.
1: Yeah, do our best, that's
3: that's all about that us. Yeah. I think as well, the biggest setback that we have is lockdown, like the first one last year, because so Whereas yeah. with this one, we kind of saw it happening. Mm. Whereas with last year was something we had stuff lined up and.
1: I yeah, think, all got canned, cancelled.
3: Yeah, all got canned. And I think, though, considering the circumstances, it was a blessing in disguise from how we needed to take a little break for a bit to consider what more. We can go on and what more we want to do, because I feel like that's just me personally. If we were, if we didn't have the lockdown, we probably would still be going in the same direction instead of us advancing our styles a little bit more and improving on what we've got. Mm. And I think the biggest setback on that was just trying to get out of old habits.
1: Yeah, yeah, just having a bit of a break and trying to get into.
2: Yeah. yeah i think you could definitely argue that the the pandemic has kind of brought live music back to life a, a little bit uh, just because like people have been so um, like sick of being stuck at home um, just watching like video clips on there like um, on youtube of live music they really like get starting to get an itch to actually go and see live music again i think that's what we saw at the FAD session at the Gallipoli Club, and hopefully a few more gigs coming up um, as we're approaching summer as well. Um, We're hoping like this live music scene in Newcastle really like starts to like get brought back to life and people are just like really, really, really keen to just go and see some live music again. Mm.
0: What are three songs or albums that each of you have had on repeat recently?
3: Uh, Mm. Super Unknown by Soundgarden um typhoons by raw blood i've been listening to that way way too
2: much to be honest um there's a there's a newcastle um pop punk artist who used to be in a band called um what were they um oh what was it i forget what the band was called but he started up a solo um project i think it's called i am merikai or something it's named um he goes by the name of lachlan campbell and he's um got a little pop punk project going on at the moment and he's got two singles um he wouldn't even know that i've been listening to it but um they're really really good uh, one song is called contrast and i've had that on repeat a fair bit because it's just really nice and it's really cool to like actually like hear some local music and have that on repeat. That's never actually really happened to me. Um, I'm usually listening to music all around everywhere, not as much local, but it's been really, really cool to see um, and listen to some stuff locally that I actually really like personally.
3: You'll appreciate the plug. Huh? You'll appreciate the plug.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's good stuff. I highly
1: recommend anyone who likes that pop punk vibe, Mm. but go and listen to it. One would be my, obviously my cousin's band again and other, I have not really repeated much, uh, like one band, but I've just been listening to all these different bands on repeat, just shuffling different styles of music. And so, yeah, not really, um, repeat on one kind of style, just different journeys, journeys and styles, just to get my style on different, you know, different journeys. I, I guess
0: are there any artists that each of you would be interested in collaborating with and who have you been able to collaborate with in the past
3: chris cornell royal blood <laughs> Jimi hendrix um <laughs> Same as before. <laughs> um, I was like like yeah. I've real like I really just discovered Chris Cornell recently and I hate myself for it so much. <laughs> I really do. Like and but just this like again, it just this is the way how he wrote his music, like I would just shut up and let him do everything, like I would not get in the way of Chris Cornell. Or Jimi Hendrix really, like I think another, like, I'm going to give a shout out to, like, a local artist, um, my guitar teacher, Adam Osmanovic. he's got a pretty unique style in how he writes his music as well, and I've made it pretty clear to him, I would love to do something with him as well, he's in a band, Midnight Movers, check him out, um, and he's got a real, like, really influential style, it's definitely influenced me a lot, and, yeah, I can't say anything better about him, to be honest.
1: Mm, we're playing
3: with him soon. Yeah, we? yeah, we're playing um with um in February um next year at the Newcastle Hotel. Tickets are up for sale now. Check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm keen keen to play with him. What about what about you, Will?
2: Ah, uh, but uh, <laughs>
3: What about
2: what about your um your cousin's band? I reckon that would sound like my what your, your, your cousin's band.
1: Cousin's band. band. Yeah, yeah, their music is.
2: Along, this, along the lines of our genre
1: yeah somewhat like i i grew up um just listening to their style and that's how that's why i like that kind of style and that's how i grew up to kind of have that to i don't know what you call it like rock groovy rock kind of grunge i don't know mm. yeah that, that's kind of my sort of sort of genre This heavy headbanging rock
2: yeah yeah, I'd probably um, say the same as you two. Like, uh, like um, I think the um, incorporation of those two bands would sound sick. I haven't really had anything in mind who I'd like to collab with recently. Um, so I might pass up on that, that question. But it was something I'll definitely have to think about soon because I haven't thought about it. The other question, sorry, was it a collab with local artists as well?
0: Yeah, so anyone that you would be interested in collaborating with and if you've been able to collaborate with anyone so far.
2: It'd probably be cool to collaborate with Osprey. Yeah, like we've played with
3: them
1: a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're
1: they're a really cool band. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And as far as collaborating with other bands so far, we haven't really had um, too much of that other than... um, Rod, who, um, developed, um, and, um, produced our single, um, that's his my soul. He kind of like had a lot of input into our sound and, um, took that on his own, own, own little way. And, um, yeah, it kind of like influenced us a little bit. And it was, it was quite strange because he's a, um, he's a country music, um, producer. So it was interesting, but also pretty cool to have that experience coming, um, not really didn't really integrate with our music but it's still i think some of it came through a little bit but um in various mysterious ways
3: and um i guess like i you could guess count me collaborating a little bit with adam like i go to him asking him for buy some what could be approved upon in that and he gives me little parts i can tweak a little bit of things that we have ideas that we haven't specifically thought of on our own mm. like there have been a couple like, it has been like one part in that so my league definitely put in there as well like credit to him on that probably one of the best ideas yeah and um yeah, he's been pretty like um like collaborative <laughs> like if i need help on something like it's just specifically with my own parts majority of the time or we'll just some structural sense to the song he'll give me a little idea and yeah shout out to him well we can't take all the credit for that <laughs>
1: Mm.
0: What is your dream venue for a show? I'd
2: say um, Horton Pavilion, probably. Say hey, Horton Pavilion as well? Yeah, that'd be like the, 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 the pinnacle for me um, just because so many good Australian bands and, um, have played there in the past and it's mm. um, just that massive big room. And I've seen a lot of bands there and had an awesome time every time I've, I've gone and it would just be incredible to play there. About you guys, I'd say Hawaiian Pavilion to be honest. Like, I, yeah,
3: along with you, I've seen
1: so,
2: like,
3: oh, that'd be pinnacle for me, I reckon.
2: Yeah, Mm. or maybe like stretching another level, maybe like Red Rocks in America or something. But that's a bit, (laughs) that's pretty ambitious.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) that'd be sweet too, actually.
1: Yeah, hopefully, get there one day, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. hopefully.
0: How do you decide on your set list for a gig?
2: Oh, that's all me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just sends them through and pretty much no one really argues on it. Kind of. No. Yeah, we, we,
1: we all enjoy
2: it.
3: Yeah. If you guys don't really like, I'll swap it out. I try to keep it down to stuff that we enjoy playing. And yeah. I always try to keep it as well to have what the venue is as well, because I know some venues in Newcastle do have a specific style they really like, especially like places like Hamilton Station and Newcastle Hotel. Yeah. And
1: try and keep it at the same sort of style. yeah. I, and from, like,
3: going to gigs so many years as well, just knowing, I guess, kind of, like, moods and, and what stages of moods the audience would be in say between mid, between beginning, middle and the end of the set. Mm-hmm. So I really try to keep that in mind. But, yeah, I, I really go stop writing the sets by myself. <laughs> Ask your bandmates
2: for once. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Colour- <laughs> sending them to you is kind of asking you.
2: <laughs> yeah. By the way, I do have two covers I'm thinking of I'm doing in the next gig. <laughs> no. Yeah, just send us <laughs> yes. yeah. through.
0: <laughs> Are there any gigs that you have lined up for the next few months?
1: We do yeah. have a few. We have one coming up on December 11th. That's at, at the Newcastle Hotel. Newcastle Hotel, that's right. And we have
3: the a other
1: few, few in January or yeah, we've... In January. We've got
3: two in January. We've two in bo-
1: January. Both at the Hamilton
3: station. Then in February, um, we're back at the Newcastle Hotel, headlining there for our third year in a row, which is going to be a big event. We're really excited. We've got some, a good lineup, really, really good lineup. Mm. Organizing a Sydney show in March. We still have to get all that sorted. And we're. Back at Lazots after probably what, like a year break, like from yeah, the, for a while. We haven't played at Lazots for a while. We're back at resorts in April, and that'll be our third time there. We haven't played there at all this year, so it'll be good to get back there after a little while. And
1: yeah, I really enjoy the Lazots, it's a really Lizotte's, good venue. It's a
2: really good venue. I love Lazots. Yeah, I'm keen to play there too.
1: Yeah, yeah. probably our big gig at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's a little while away. Yeah keen for that one
0: what are some of the goals for the next year
1: uh we're hoping to release release more we're actually we've been doing a lot of recording We did a lot of recording before the last lockdown happened of songs and we're hoping to get an ep together and release more singles and we're hoping to get some merch out stickers and shirts and and yeah stuff like that cds and other than that just play yeah like get really like
2: get tight and get good and get yeah confident on stage and work on our stage presence and um just yeah do all that stuff that bands do
3: yeah i would like to travel more as well that's just me like i would like to play in sydney a bit more if possible and yeah
1: get get down to melbourne as well if that's that's possible yeah yeah.
2: Mm. we've
1: been talking about that for a,
2: for a while it's been a big oh. thing of ours to play with, y- with your cousin ben wasn't it try and get a um see if the guy will be keen on having a play
1: yeah yeah hoping pretty, we can hoping uh, we can get down there in mm. this situation at the moment yeah. yeah
3: we were talking about it quite a bit last year actually and we weren't set we didn't set any plans but like we were kind of like getting close to being like oh we could probably end up it possibly ended up happening around this time. Yeah. Which, were, which would have been pretty exciting and still is exciting now. And that, that would probably be like a big, big step and a big
2: exciting thing for us. And it would also just be really cool to like go down there together. Oh, and, right. And <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans that will be coming to one of your upcoming gigs?
3: You're pretty good at this stuff, Jackie. You go <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh um, yeah, just just listen to it. Just listen to it with enough Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, just um, come to the, the, the to our gigs and have a dance. And um, I, I had someone told me the other day when I showed them the song. I could kind of picture, picture myself listening to this song on a road trip. So if you're doing a road trip soon or you're planning on it, put our song on and, and think of that.
1: You want to party
2: for your house, put on that, soothe
3: myself. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah.
1: Do this anywhere else, but only if you're on a road trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just on a road trip,
3: nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah nah, nah. <laughs> and uh, as well, they, after the gig, come and hang out with us and have a beer. We're
1: pretty social. We like yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah. we like we're, we're friendly. Come, come join us. <laughs>
3: Make some new friends. We're always down to socialise.
1: Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it.
0: What is one last song recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that they may not have heard of before?
3: Any song in general or just ours?
0: Oh, any song you can promote your own if you want. Like. Uh,
2: <laughs> um, I am a bit of a heavy metal fan, so I'm just gonna. I really like this um, new "Bring Me the Horizon" song, um, "Die for You." I think it's really quite good.
1: Well, yeah. uh, uh, I'm just gonna go you know, our song that suits myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, I
3: too. Um, I re- definitely recommend. It's kind of on the verge of uh, kind of a country style, but it's my guitar teachers, rock and blues band, Midnight Movers, you check out their song All These Yesterdays, as well as their other stuff. They're pretty awesome. And as well, check out that "Soothes My Soul. Mm. We're pretty proud of that one, and we hope everyone is enjoying it.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it's been great chatting with the Royal Coats today. Uh, good luck with your upcoming gigs and hopefully everyone keeps playing that soothes my soul (laughs) on repeat get the streams up um good luck in the new year with yes hoping to travel and um making sure that you are performing as regularly as you can uh go follow what's new on the scene on facebook instagram and also spotify um the episodes are also available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. So definitely check out um, season one and season two. Um, also check out the reviews on the What's New on the Scene website, which does feature a review of that Suze My Soul by The Royal Coat. So definitely go read that as well. Also, um, check out the first issue of What's New on the Scenes, online magazine available on issue. We've been What's New on the Scenes. See you next time.
3: Awesome.